0: Hello, everybody. Thank you, as always, for downloading this episode. Please, if you can, subscribe to the show, rate and review it if you have the access to do so. On today's show, we will be talking about the DNC and Joe Biden's out of the park home run speech. Donald Trump and the Republicans take their turn at bat this week. The House approves legislation that will fund the post office and Like most Americans, Donald Trump's family can't stand him. My name is Brian Rundle. This is Run's House. Let's get it started.
1: I'm a proud Democrat, and I'll be proud to carry the banner of our party into the general election. So it's a great honor and humility. I accept this nomination for president of the United States of America. What we know about this president is if he's given four more years, he'll be what he's been for the last four years. president who takes no responsibility, refuses to lead, blames others, cozies up to dictators, and fans the flames of hate and division. He'll wake up every day believing the job is all about him, never about you. Is that the American you want for you, your family, your children? This is our moment to make hope and history rhyme with passion and purpose. Let us begin, you and I together, one nation under God, unite in our love for America, unite in our love for each other. For love is more powerful than hate. Hope is more powerful than fear. And light is more powerful than dark. This is our moment. This is our mission. May history be able to say that the end of this chapter of American darkness began here tonight as love and hope and light join in the battle for the soul of the nation. And this is a battle we will win and we'll do it together. I promise you.
0: That was Joe Biden on Thursday night at the Democratic National Convention accepting his nomination for President of the United States. And if all does go right, he, in fact, will be the next president of the United States come November. Many people were wondering how Joe would do on his speech. A lot of people, including myself, had a little bit of a concern, of course. You know, you're hoping that he doesn't flub anything because he's been known to do that, of course. But I will tell you that Joe Biden absolutely crushed that speech. That was an A plus plus. And he did it in a manner with such confidence, almost looking into the camera going, how dare you question my ability to come up here and do this? I've been doing this forever. I know what I'm doing. And he 100% crushed that speech. After I got done watching it, I was really ready to go to the polls and vote. I really was. I think he did a phenomenal job, and I was very proud as an American watching that speech and very excited to vote for Joe Biden. That guy looked presidential. That's what a president should look and sound like. And I think if there were any fringe voters, that one really could help with their decision. Although I really, I say this every election, and I say it especially in this one, how could you possibly be a fringe voter at this point. It makes no sense to me how you could be on the fence either way. I had a a discussion with a very, very good friend of mine the other night. He's always been a Republican, but he cannot stand Donald Trump. Can't stand him. But he looks at Joe Biden as just as bad. And I just there's I, I can't put that connection together. I can't see where people look at Joe Biden and Donald Trump As the same person, or what every time I hear this stupid thing every year, the lesser of two evils. Can we stop that already, please? The lesser of two evils. First of all, Joe Biden is not evil, and neither is really any other Republican or Democratic candidate other than Donald Trump. Donald Trump is evil, and there is plenty of footage. There is plenty of action. There is plenty of words to prove it. But other than Donald Trump, I truly cannot look back and think of any presidential election in my lifetime where I go, oh man, that other guy is evil. I may not agree with the policy of that particular candidate, but calling them evil is outrageous. And even if it's a metaphor, But anyway, I have concerns that there are still a lot of people out there, like my friend, who say, I'm not voting because I just can't stand either one of them. Some of you are Republicans who can't bring yourself to vote for a Democrat. I get it. Although, I promise you, if the only other candidate running against Donald Trump was a moderate Republican, I 100% would vote for him, without question, without hesitation. The vote this year transcends party. It has nothing to do with Democrat or Republican because, quite frankly, the Democrats have a lot of work ahead of them if they do happen to win, especially if they take over the Senate because it is going to be time for them to put up or shut up. They really are going to have to start putting some things into motion here. Not that they haven't tried, and I'm not saying that they're not genuine about what they're saying, but it will be time to really start getting this country to start moving in the right direction for all Americans, not for millionaires and billionaires and major corporations and please somebody go get a messaging coach for the democrats stop using the term defund the police the republicans eat that up it of course sounds like you want to destroy the entire police force how do you how how is it that you don't know that go overboard with your messaging now say it's not defunding the police it is assisting our fantastic men and women in blue initiative just Say something to where they can't make it sound like you guys are looking to destroy the entire police force because it is obvious that a good amount of police officers side with Donald Trump. And that's scary and and, and not good. You already have a lot of people that are working a job that is extremely stressful. So when you think there's a government that's against you, you're going to have some resentment. Also, you're going to have the party on the other side going to use this to their benefit. And it has worked so far. So stop. That being said, though, Joe Biden will build a cabinet that looks like America. And that is really going to bother a good 30 percent of this country. But you know what? So what? The minority in this country should not be black or brown people anymore it should be assholes. That's who the minority should be. Back to Joe Biden. Like I said, he did a phenomenal job. And not only am I praising him, and many of you out there who watched it, I'm sure praised him, but it also caught the attention of Fox News. Fox News was praising him. Brett Baer praised him. Chris Wallace praised him. There was four or five different people who said Joe Biden hit this out of the park and did a phenomenal job and now it is going to be very difficult for Donald Trump to run against what they say the caricature of Joe Biden. They actually have to run against a guy who clearly has a good heart. I mean, this is not just me saying it. This is not just video saying it. People that have worked with him from the other side John McCain, one of his best friends, Lindsey Graham, there's a video of him gushing all over about Joe Biden. So, you know, I think there's a lot of even Republicans that wouldn't admit it because they are Donald Trump fans. But if you ask them secretly, they'd go, yeah, that guy's pretty solid. Now, one guy who was not a big fan of Joe Biden's speech this last week or Kamala Harris was Rush Limbaugh. Rush Limbaugh went on to throw out conspiracy theories that this was a recording, it wasn't live, Joe Biden's speech. He also made some reference to the people who had passed away in his life and said, well, I guess, what are we supposed to feel sorry for him? So last week I said that there were a few people that if I heard they died, I wouldn't be that upset. Um <clears throat> <clears throat> Anyway, Rush Limbaugh, in his misogynistic way, called Kamala Harris a hoe and a mattress. I mean, real classy for the guy who won the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Rush Limbaugh has cancer, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Are Are we supposed to care about that? Should we care about that he has cancer? He is evil. Rush Limbaugh is evil. And, anyway. So... The Republican National Convention will commence this week. And boy, I'll tell you what, what a lineup they were able to pull off this week. It's going to be very tough to not watch because when you line up a group of stars like the ones I'm about to list off, it's like, how do you not watch this? They have powerhouses like Scott Bayo, Kid Rock, the My Pillow Guy the demon sperm doctor, the racist gun couple. You remember them, the idiots who were pointing their guns outside of their home when a Black Lives Matter protest was going on? They're speaking at the Republican National Convention, those two. And, of course, Michelle Obama. No, I'm kidding, of course, it's Melania Trump Of course, referencing back to 2016, I know it's an old joke and it may not have landed very good, but it's still kind of funny. Although this time around, I really think she would want to use Michelle Obama's speech. She cannot stand him. She can't. Have you seen videos of him trying to hold hands with this woman. There was one recently, them coming off a plane, walking down the steps. Oh, its he keeps trying to reach for a hand and she's just like, get away from me. And you can see him look over and say something to her. I would love to know that conversation. But Melania Trump can't stand Donald Trump. She can't. And I really think there's a possibility she would vote for Joe Biden. And I'm not joking when I say that. I really think She would do it if she could. Now, of course, they're going to do mail-in voting, and I'm sure he's going to look over her shoulder just to make sure. And how sad is it that he would have to monitor her vote just to make sure she voted for him? And by the way, can we just say, Melania Trump is the worst first lady in the history of this country? I mean, really. She has one initiative. First of all, we barely ever see her, and her only initiative is the best and Be Best is an initiative to stop bullying. Are you kidding me? Her initiative is stop bullying? Oh, Jesus, Jesus. This country, what, what happened? To, uh, really, what happened? She has a husband that makes up nicknames for every political opponent he has. Are you kidding me? But yeah, she's worthless as a first lady. She really is. I mean, you could at least look back and you mean you had Nancy Reagan with the drug thing. You had Hillary with health care. Michelle Obama wanted to make sure everybody was eating healthy. But Melania Trump, be best, stop bullying. Yeah, Get out of here. Oh, but anyway, two other things I wanted to say about the Democratic National Convention. Again, I was so excited about Joe Biden's speech that I forgot to mention two people. First of all, there wasn't a dry eye in the house. If you watch the story of that young kid, Braden Harrington, he has a stuttering problem. And of course, you know, it's rough as a kid going through life with such a tough to overcome affliction. But... Apparently, at one of these rallies, he met Joe Biden, and Joe Biden actually got the kid's phone number so he can call him and tell him, this is what I did to help me get over my stuttering issues. And this kid came on television, as brave as any young man I've ever seen, again, with his stuttering problem, and got through this entire speech beautifully. And it was just so nice and so gracious could you imagine Donald Trump doing anything remotely close to what Joe Biden did for this kid? And some people go, well, you know, Joe Biden's just doing it because he knows the cameras on him. But from all accounts of what everybody says, they go, no, that is who Joe Biden is. This He really does care about you. And if he gets your phone number, he's going to call you. He's not doing it for the cameras. One other person I have to mention, Julia Louis-Dreyfus was awesome. If I didn't love... Kamala Harris so much as the vice presidential pick. I'd want her to be the vice president because of course she played one on television and she did a phenomenal job there. She is awesome. I love her. Loved her on. So I was always a huge fan of hers going back to even her Saturday Night Live days. But boy, I'll tell you on Seinfeld, her character as Elaine is one of the greatest. She was phenomenal in that show and she's phenomenal at everything she does. But back to the RNC, even though they've got that really strong lineup of people that are going to be speaking, you can mark me down as someone who will not watch one second of it. I promise you, I am not going to watch any of it. I'll watch the, I guess you want to call them highlights, I would call them lowlights, but I will not watch one second of that bogus bullshit fest. I just won't. Donald Trump apparently is going to be speaking on every night in some capacity, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, which will drive me away from it even further, because I've mentioned before, during those press conferences, the coronavirus press conferences and stuff, Don't I, I, I don't know if I've watched maybe a total of more than two minutes of every single press conference he's ever done. I just refuse to watch him. I'm not going to sit there and listen over and over and over again to a bunch of lies and made up stories and just hate and anger. And, you know, and again, I'm sure people have watched the Democratic National Convention and saw some of that towards the Republican side. I get it. I wouldn't argue with you. But since I'm not going to argue with you, don't argue with me because there's going to be a lot of vitriol and rhetoric that I'm just not, not interested in it. You don't believe me? Maybe these ladies can explain it a little bit better.
1: This goddamn tweet
2: and the lying. Oh my God, I'm talking too freely, but you know, it, it, the change of stories, the lack of preparation, the lying, the holy f- But he's appealing to the base. What they're doing with the kids at the border, I mean...
0: That, of course, are the voices of Mary Ann trump Barry, Donald Trump's sister, and his niece Mary Trump, discussing their brother and uncle. The same way most Americans discuss their brother and uncle. Probably the same way most Republicans in Congress discuss their brother and uncle. They also went on to say how he cheated on his college entrance exams and how he's exaggerating his time at the Wharton School of Business, and, you know, they just talk about what a clown he is, the same way, like I said, that we all do. I mean, this is his own family saying this, but yet, you're going to have millions and millions of people saying, nope, my man, Donald Trump. Even scarier, you're going to have people say that he was sent to us by God. Could you imagine being so delusional and so deranged that you think that, God sent Donald Trump to the United States to be the president. Time has gone on for thousands of years. God supposedly has been around since day one. Again, I'm not very religious. I kind of know what I'm talking about, but God's been around since day one. He waited until 2016 to bring the prophet. What? Of course, we're in a country who this QAnon is now making noise and news, which is so beyond concerning. And apparently some woman, I don't even, I don't remember her name, so forgive me, but she was voted into Congress and she's a QAnon believer. And if you don't know QAnon yet, you should probably look it up because the fact that it's even being brought up in the news and it's being brought up in press conferences with the president of the United States is so beyond concerning that I'm really not sure we're going to have any chance if we continue to allow this insanity to continue. QAnon actually has the people who wear tinfoil hats saying, guys, take it down a few notches. You guys are nuts. I mean, my understanding so far of is There's a guy named Q, and he's very secretive. He's a big fan of Donald Trump, I guess. This is just a summary. It's, you know, And um, that they are on to the child sex ring being conducted by people like Hillary Clinton. And Tom Hanks somehow is on that list. So, again, that's really all you need to know if you are talking about tom hanks involved in a child sex ring you should be checked directly into a mental hospital and now one of these qa non-people is a lawmaker i still have that debate with myself that if the internet is the greatest thing that's ever happened or the worst thing that's ever happened to this country i mean you can make a case for both Okay, so finally, the House approved legislation on Saturday to allocate $25 billion to the United States Postal Service and banned operational changes that have slowed down mail services around the country. Some of those services or some of those uh, things that have slowed down the mail are uh, cutting overtime for employees and limiting hours of operation, removing high-volume mail sorting machines. So, Apparently, the Postmaster General, Louis DeJoy, is walking back some of the cutbacks and everything that has been done and says that he will halt any changes until after the election. So, you know, we'll see how this all plays out on Monday, the very release day of this podcast. Postmaster General Louis DeJoy will be in front of the House Oversight Committee. And as I said last week, the highlight of that particular hearing will be the questioning of one Miss Katie Porter. Now, as I said on the last show, if you don't know who she is, you should go check her out. I hope you did your homework assignment. But if you did not, I do have a clip that I do want to play of her just so you could get an idea of what Mr. DeJoy is up against. The following is an exchange that she has with Facebook CEO and turbo douche, Mark Zuckerberg.
2: Facebook's known as a great place to work. Free food, ping pong tables, great employee benefits. But Facebook doesn't use its employees for the hardest jobs in the company. You've got about 15,000 contractors watching murders, stabbings, suicides, other gruesome, disgusting videos for content moderation, correct? Uh,
0: Congressman, yes, I believe that that's correct.
2: You pay many of those workers under $30,000 a year and you've cut them off from mental health care when they leave the company, even if they have PTSD because of their work for your company. Is that correct? Um, Congresswoman, my understanding is we pay
0: everyone, including the contractors associated with the company, at least a $15 minimum wage and in markets and cities where there's a high cost of living. That's a $20 minimum wage. We go out of our way. Thank to offer you. I, a I lot take of, your word at the wage. Know. Reclaiming
2: my time. Um, according to one report I have, and this is straight out of an episode of Black Mirror, these workers get nine nine minutes of supervised wellness time per day. That means nine minutes to cry in the stairwell while somebody watches them. Would you be willing to commit to spending one hour a day for the next year? watching these videos and acting as a content monitor and only accessing accessing the same benefits available to your workers?
0: Uh, Congresswoman, we we work hard to make sure that we give good benefits to all the folks who are doing it. Mr.
2: Zuckerberg, reclaiming my time, I would appreciate a yes or a no. Uh, would con- you be willing to act as a content monitor? Uh, to have that life experience?
0: I'm not sure that it would best serve our community for me to spend, Reclaiming my time. Mr. Zuckerberg, reclaiming my
2: time. Mr. Zuckerberg, are you saying you're not qualified to be a content monitor? No, Congresswoman. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. Then you're saying you're not willing to do it.
0: That's just a taste of what Mr. DeJoy will be up against, and I am really looking forward to see how that plays out. But anyway, as always, I thank you guys for downloading this episode and every episode. You can follow me on Twitter at BRUN13. You could also reach out to me if you have any questions or comments about the show at Run's House Podcast at gmail.com I'm also going to have a new logo coming up here soon so I'm a little excited about that so if you do download and you subscribe to the show and you see the logo change don't freak out it's just a little logo change but again if you don't mind subscribe, rate, review the show please that really does help me a lot spread the word I really appreciate it and we will be back again later on in the week and we will talk to you again soon thanks for listening